0: wakes up back in his worst nightmare and only this time he has been graciously given the option uh, of escape through death. Um, Which, just like the smarminess of Taylor just being like, oh yeah, I've given you that option. Aren't I generous? Like,
1: I mean, I don't think she expects him to take it. Mm. Because she's operating under the assumption this is an Andalite. This is true. And the arrogance of Andalites and how no Andalite warrior would willingly... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, But it is absolutely a power play. Like, yeah. she has taken Tobias to that extreme before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, maybe even if she doesn't believe that he would she's prepared for that opportunity and she's presented it like i don't think it's a bluff Mm -hmm. for her she's like yeah no right okay do it Mm -hmm. and then like she's baiting him yeah she's calling him like a coward and stuff just like
2: okay go on then
1: yeah if you want to take the coward's way out the easy way out but don't Mm -hmm. you want to do this instead and this is, why like I was saying, about Taylor being very compelling. And this is why, clearly, she was, like, visa 3's go-to torturer. Because mm-hmm. she does understand psychology of people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even if she doesn't have all the information about who somebody
2: is, or what else, she is perceptive to a dangerous degree. Yeah. Uh. And
0: basically she lays out like look, uh civil war's coming, a lot of the yerks not the peace movement mind, but a lot of the yerks uh just don't like how the Vissers are running things. Um so I wanna introduce Finger Guns Democracy. Um <laughs> Like <laughs> It's treated with a similar kind of irreverence it is. like like she keeps saying democracy but every it's like every time she says it she winks <laughs> <laughs> or puts air quotes around it yeah yeah um and <laughs> she's just like uh, but we need your help to do that um we get uh some lore background uh, many of us realize that the eternal wars have to end and that the loss on Lyra, the stalled offensive on Earth, and now the apparent bungling on the Anadi planet have discredited the current leadership enough that it cannot survive.
1: Because uh, the
0: Anadi planet is where Visser One is, right? And that was, mm-hmm.
1: I'm remembering rightly.
0: Yes. That is where the Council of Thirteen sent Visser One, while leaving Visser 3, uh in charge of Earth- uh, basically sending each one to the war that they shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh apparently Visser One didn't do a great job there. Big surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and Taylor continues to lay it on thick, like, we want to be more like you, Andalite. Um we need a structure. We want to be more like Andalite society, even more like the humans. Meanwhile, she's just like menacingly eating carrots. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> she's just casually snacking. Like, yeah. goes to
1: the fridge, gets us some carrot sticks. Yeah. Probably just loves, just like, yeah, well, yeah, girls gotta eat. hmm. Um, but it's just like. Have you tried monologuing on an empty stomach? It just doesn't work
0: just the image of her biting through a carrot while staring daggers at tobias is just like subtly <laughs> ain't let's put it that way <laughs> um but she's like yeah so we need your help uh because we can't destroy Visser 3 on our own um and he doesn't believe anything that she says at all not a mm-hmm. word, um, <laughs> and he's like, "I suppose all you need from me are the names and locations of the remaining Andalite bandits, you know, as a token of my cooperation, uh, and this is the first time that he's said anything to her um and this is this is a win to her. the fact that she was able to get him to talk
2: at all um
0: uh. Nice, again- nice to hear your voice again, Andalite. The Andalite with the power to stay in more for more than the two-hour time limit. Your voice brings back such sweet memories. The tone in her voice set me shaking again. I learned a lot about you during our time together, Andelite. I saw your mind. I saw your courage dribble away. I would enjoy finishing you now. Breaking you. She slinked toward my cage. Right here and right now. You think you're strong, but I know you're weak. It would take seconds. She paused just enough to let the thought battle me. But this time, Andalite, it's your cooperation I require. I need you and your fellow Andalites. I need you to help me destroy
2: Viscer 3. Uh,
0: and she's described as, uh, having unguarded anger. And if she's lying, he can't tell. He has no way to tell. Um, if he was it, at full health and in
1: a posi- a better position, mm-hmm. he might have been able to. Because like yeah. Cassie, Tobias is incredibly good at reading people. But yeah. he's injured, he's terrified, and this is
2: the person that tortured him. Yeah. He is massively uh, on the back foot.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you've fared badly as a bird. She looked at my bandaged wing, at my matted feathers, my twisted neck. You have Visser Three to thank for that. His hork aren't big on gentle. She wanted me to become angry too, and take revenge, get back at the Visser, join forces with her. Don't answer now. She pulled a scrap of paper from her pocket and pushed it through the bars of my cage. Here. It was a web address. Talk things over with your comrades and leave me a message there. Sign it, bandits. Then she unlatched the cage door, threw open the nearest window, and disappeared behind a curtain, leaving her dirty dishes in the sink. Uh. So Tobias goes through all of this shit, and then she just pulls the ultimate mind trick on him and just fucking lets him go. Um, Mm -hmm. she is
2: an expert at just undermining everything that he Mm -hmm. thinks or does. Um, and...
1: Like, the the skill of manipulation she has is terrifying.
0: Like, it doesn't take skill to torture someone. Um. No. It, you... You just hurt them a lot. Um, But the level of manipulation and just mind fuckery that she shows um mm-hmm. is really pretty unparalleled. And it's very likely that with any of the other Animorphs, it wouldn't work. But, like, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote match between her and Tobias is just, like, the perfect cocktail... Or totally mm-hmm. unraveling him.
2: Yeah. Um So you know. That's great. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh so the sensors on the dragon beams flicker out, um, and he gets the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> um
2: Yeah.
1: Boy's not gonna take not. Boy's not gonna take miss the opportunity there to vanish.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he basically drops down to the ground um, and hides in some shadows to morph and demorph to repair his injuries. Um, and it just it was too much to sort out. I needed my friends. I needed Rachel. And uh, he, he starts to fly straight to Rachel. Um, and like halfway there, he has the thought of like, if she weren't telling the truth, if she were feeding me lies, she'd have planted a tracking device on me. So he just like kind of dives down to the ground immediately and just mm-hmm. picks the smallest morph he knows. This boy is so smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, he morphs flea, basically just like if if there's a tracking device on me and I morph flea, it'll either fall off or start popping out of my body. I'll know one way or the other. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and uh, nothing happens. There's no <laughs> there's no grotesque thing coming out of his his exoskeleton. There's no you know sloughing off of. Uh, chips or tracking devices, nothing. No easy answers, just complications. So he demorphs again and flies the rest of the way straight to Rachel. Just, like, goes straight through the window, lands on her bedpost um, with a rustle of feathers. She immediately comes out of sleep and is like, thank god I thought you were dead. Um... Uh, He flutters down next to her, and she's just, like, gently touching him and petting him, and it's so cute. I die. (laughs) (laughs) Just gently cuddle this bird.
2: Um,
0: it's uh, incredibly good. A smile filled her face, then was replaced by rage. Uh... (laughs) In the text, she says, that jerk, that scum. We know. <laughs> let Rachel say bitch. <laughs> we know that Rachel would curse this woman out. Girl. Person. Out. Mm. Much, much more colorfully than that.
2: Um, and.
0: Uh, he's like, I'm okay. She let me go. I felt safe in Rachel's presence, but my voice still sounded raw. We searched for you for hours. I wanted to kill her. Which is a very frank admission from Rachel. Um. Mm -hmm. I think I wanted you to. What's her deal? (laughs) 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 What is Taylor's deal? (laughs) Um. But Tobias conveys what Taylor told him that like she wants to work with them, supposedly, to help destroy Visser 3. And Rachel's like, yeah, that's definitely fake, but we should definitely talk to the others about it. (laughs) (laughs) So they all meet up in his kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um Marco immediately, the first things out of his mind are like, Yeah, no, fuck that. Um, Axe chimes in. He's like, Yeah, I don't think that she's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> the understatement
2: of the century. Um, and
0: Cassie, because of course Cassie has to be the counter argument. What if she is telling the truth? Um, And I like this, the way that Tobias describes it, because usually when when Cassie goes on these um, particular counter-arguments, the narration is very unkind to her. Um, But here, Tobias says, Cassie was the only one of us who'd befriended a yerk before, who'd actually morphed a yerk. I knew she, at least, would want to give my story some consideration. Um...
2: And Cassie's treated
0: really well by the narrative in this book. Um, yeah, like this is this is one of the very few very good uh, ghost-written Cassie books, and it's not a Cassie but, book. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, um. But Cassie points out like she wouldn't be the first York to have a change of heart, which is true. Um. and
0: Rachel points out no she'd be the last year to have a change of heart that creep wouldn't even breathe if it didn't serve her she's not about to found a democratic leadership because it's just a philosophy she wants something else which Rachel has got this woman's number mhm <laughs> oh yeah
1: I mean I could be unkind slash mean about it or i say mean upsetting about it which is like sees like mm-hmm. like the ruthlessness of taylor mm-hmm. the joy she takes in what she does mm-hmm. and it is joy i can easily see rachel looking that it's just like i do not want to be that because that's already uncomfortably close mm-hmm.
0: It's uh Tobias is a moment later too where he where he mentions it, like they understand Taylor, and the fact that they understand her scares the shit out of both of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Um uh, But yeah.
0: Um Marco's like, yeah, it's clearly not the- it's the means, not the end that interests her. She just wants to oust Visser 3. Visser 3. Um. We get the uh, lovely little back and forth. Do you always assume the worst of people? Cassie asked. Always. Marco <laughs> smiled. Um.
1: Big Benny Lafontaine energy. Shout out to Richard. is mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. like- the vibe is very good. Yep. And I, but again, the fact that Marcos says it while smiling. Yep. When that's a devastating mindset to have to be in. Mm hmm. To always assume the worst of people. Mm hmm. And this is just, which makes this the one Ellen Joe book that we felt like missed the mark all the more frustrating in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Because there is none of the kids in this book that it feels like they don't get.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like there is an understanding and a compassion, or I suppose an empathy for these characters as people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is just—it's rare to see it from any of the Ghost writers. Uh It feels like as much care as, al- almost as much care as Ka mm-hmm.
2: when. Handling the, handling the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: and Marco says the quiet thing out loud. People are who they are. My bet is that when Taylor failed to break Tobias with torture, the Visser sent her packing. She's probably been plotting revenge ever since. For a second, nobody spoke. Jake glared at Marco, and I was pretty sure I knew why. I was guessing it was probably also the reason Noah had mentioned how I'd been recaptured in the first place. Noah had mentioned that I'd made a huge mistake by rescuing the lost kid. Now I realized why. Marco had mentioned torture, something he was apparently not supposed to do when I was around, not even in passing. Their hypersensitivity made me mad. Did they think the memory would mess me up? Yes. Couldn't they see me getting stronger? Couldn't they tell I'd be fine? honey you're not
2: fine <laughs> but i suppose
1: the way he sees it it's just like i'm alive i'm breathing i'm doing my job what yep.
2: more do you need me to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: jake uh asks for tobias's take because quote you know more about her than anyone which, like, I know Jake doesn't realize that this is the worst kind of dig. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, he could have put that better.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, like, and... you've been around her the most. Mm-hmm. You've had to be around her more than any of us. You know. Yeah. No, no. You know more about her. Just like,
0: Jake. Hmm. Jake needs to take a fucking HR class. Mm. Mm. But the thing is, like, he's calling it
1: as he sees it. Mm-hmm. I can hear Bella in my head like, stop being mean about my boy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no. because Jake he is, is in a hard position. Yeah. He's in a shitty position. And the fact that he does ask Tobias. Yes. It's just it's not just the military leader, you have the most intel. What do you think? It is him being compassionate in his way, mm-hmm. in the same way that it's Marco's call. It's like, you are the closest to this. Yeah. I'm not going to move without your say-so here. Yes.
0: He's um, just he a does... slight fumble on the execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does explicitly make it Tobias's call, whether they deal with Taylor or not. Um, because they could just as easily just be like, nah, fuck this. Um, but Granted, he could wants... the book have a
1: lot less going on, but, you
2: know. <laughs> um,
0: and Tobias, uh, what was my take now that I wasn't locked in a cage waiting to be tortured? Rachel looked at me. Her eyes gave me strength. Um, And he says what he knows to be the truth, which is that power is the only thing in the world that he knows for certain Taylor wants. Um, And using Tobias to get to Viscer 3 must strike her as irresistible irony. Uh, And Marco's like, you know, it would be even more resistible. Also getting all the Andalite bandits killed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Rachel's like, yep, Marco has a point. Um. What I,
1: what I love with hindsight reading this <laughs> uh-huh. back
0: with you now is
1: like, I love how right Marco is about everything that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He just is wrong about her being against Visa 3. Yep. It's uh. incredible. Yeah. Just, uh, it's just a brilliantly sweet little nugget of goodness.
0: It's just like, he's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh it's yeah it's very much reading this knowing the final the final play mm-hmm. um but it's also interesting to note uh you know Tobias of course beats himself up at the end because he didn't see through it all completely like the entire fucking time everyone's just like no we can't trust her no we we need to not trust her <laughs> we mm-hmm. really cannot trust her and the thing is, he doesn't. And he doesn't either, yeah. And
1: I think, and you can't blame the kids, because they sort of go into this, you No, know, just like, she's probably going to try to kill us at any given moment. Yeah. And they take every precaution. Mm-hmm. But as the kids are about to start unpacking in this chapter, it's just like, this is a unique opportunity. Mm-hmm. As Jake points out, look, we've tried Every time we've tried to get Vesta 3 down, we've blown it.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: might not get a shot like this again. Can we afford to give it up? Get the insight from Axe about civil war between the Yerks would be a unique opportunity because they would be so distracted with each other. It would give them this opportunity. And Marco agrees. Uh, Capitalise on the chaos, divide and conquer. Rachel counters that the last time they tried to do that, it didn't go very well at all um pretended to help with pretending to help this one and marco just flat like it's not about my mother this time it's not personal <laughs> and tobias is just like not personal marco didn't know how wrong he was uh if jake clearly does though because that's when he says i still think it should be your call and then we get this Incredible little statement, and then I had a little essay mm-hmm. in the comments of our document mm-hmm. about it. Um, but Tobias looks away from the group out through the loft window, out at the moon, gigantic on the horizon. People have told me that when the moon fills the sky like that, when it looms huge like a glow in the dark beach ball, it's really just an illusion. It's your mind playing tricks on you. And it's true. If you look at the moon through a camera lens, it's just a dinky dot in the
2: sky. Our minds make it bigger than it is. Which is what we've been talking about is Mm -hmm. that trauma makes things bigger.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And I've already said a bunch of this, but while he's like, but with regards to the moon, Yes, what you see, like our perception of it with our eyes and how it makes us feel, versus what you can see through a camera. A camera isn't the truth of the matter either, Mm -hmm. to be clear. And also, the moon is still fucking huge. (laughs) (laughs) However you perceive it, it doesn't change the size of it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And him... Dismissing himself, like, oh, it's just his mind making Taylor a bigger problem than she is.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's just like, again, yes, that acknowledgement that he is not doing okay, regardless of what he might say out loud or even to himself some of the time. But it doesn't change the fact that she did torture him. Mm -hmm. The harm she did to him
2: physically and mentally is real. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and Tobias
0: says, uh, she's dangerous. Um, but if we face her together, if I'm not alone against her,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, then maybe, and he, he kind of like, Backs off of the strength of that statement, mm. um, and just says like I don't know, but I think we have to deal. um You see, everybody leaves
1: him is the problem. So he doesn't want to put the weight of like, uh-huh. oh, well, if
0: I've got you guys with me, it'll
1: be fine. Uh huh. Let's ignore the fact that there is more than one occasion later in the book where Tobias does get left alone with her. Uh huh. Or he's stuck alone with her, just like <laughs> no oh yep um yep yep it hurts us is -hmm. what it does um but then we get this chapter i love chapter eight it's great chapter eight is a little bit of a breather of sorts uh because the kids are in the middle of the forest uh, I got, I'm just gonna read some of this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The Freakin' geek club. The middle of the night, deep in the forest. Four kids and a bird, crowded around a laptop of sal- a laptop salvaged from a dumpster and repaired by an alien kid and friend, Axe. An andalite and brother of Alfangor. Axe's 14 fingers, deftly powering up the unit and dialed up the internet. Axe, this is way cool. Rachel whispered, but how did you do it? A cell phone? Internet access? That's more allowance than I'll ever see. You mean because Macy's has you on that pesky outfit per week plan, Marco said? I'd like to think that an Adelaide who once made contact with his home world could arrange web access, Jake said. It has not been easy, Axe said somberly. He was using an old car battery for power. All the wires and tape patches spilling from the jerry-rigged setup made Axe look pretty clever to me. I reconditioned several other discard, discarded computing modules and sold them to C- Computer Renaissance. I thought the money would be sufficient. I did not know that cell phones and net access require a credit card. The bank wasn't reassured by the whole unemployed alien aspect of application. Marco said. That's right, Kersey said. So I'm helping him. You know the cell phone I'm supposed to take with me for emergencies only? Well, Dad made a deal with me. I can talk for half an hour a week if I do Saturday morning meds. I watched her locate the cell phone. It was opened up and tangled in a nest of wires. Axe, you can put that back together, right? She said a bit nervously. I assure you, Cassie, I know what I'm doing. The screen dimmed and revived. Rachel raised an eyebrow. Um And it's just... <laughs> this day. One, we get Axe mistypes the web address they've been given first, the URL,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um but when the first thing just like the URL can't be found uh and marco points out that uh he put the axe put uh earth isaurus rather than earth is ours perhaps 14 fingers are for too many (laughs) (laughs) axe being uncharacteristically funny and he's just like wow um but the uh the yuck yeah, rebels uh have got some real peak fucking <laughs> early naughties web design going on uh Earth from outer space with the caption triumph will be ours in a message box um yeah. but they uh back and forth about what they're gonna say um wanting to give the right tone um if she messages back in like an hour um, and arranges a meet at a Borders bookstore mm-hmm. in the wildlife section which seems appropriate um, I'm saying also the plan to, is to attack and seize the pool and everyone's like <laughs> all speaking at once seize the yerk pool and attack I'm there, the wildlife section <laughs> mm-hmm. um the computer has as you say crashed <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just so fucking good yep. um and they're like okay well we gotta to go to the meeting we need a human morph ain't gonna be axe he attracts too many girls and of course i can't go same reason which is <laughs> just god bless
2: marco
1: my mm-hmm. <laughs> um and like half kind of half hysterical to myself. oh i've got a morph and this the fucking balls on these children mm-hmm. because um and we have this line, and this is one of these moments I don't like about, because Jake has some reservations about Tobias using this morph, um, about the victim becoming the victimizer. Mm. Which is, this is our clue to something, but also I think that goes to tell about the age of the book, whereas we've now used the term survivor more mm-hmm. than anything else. But, um, Axe and Cassie are in Seagull Morph. Um, Rachel, uh, is a cat in the back alley. I think Rachel's the cat. Yeah. yeah. Um Marco is in disguise uh in wearing <laughs> a pair of Jenko jeans. Um I just re- <laughs> I missed that description. We just like with pants <laughs> as wide as a tent and I'm like it's Jenko. <laughs> it's, it's the nerd. how you know you're in the early noughties, baby. <laughs> um but like with uh headphones and sunglasses and a ski cap. Um and Jake is hiding in the bathroom. Uh but Rachel has dressed him. Uh-huh. Um and look, my gay shipper as I to say just like Rachel brought an outfit for Tobias to look like a really hot girl in. Uh-huh. Rachel has a lesbian confirmed in my brain, <laughs> Tobias is just gender interesting enough to for it to count. But um because Tobias is in Morph as Taylor and looking hot AF yep. if the uh text is to be believed uh, and what a power play because yep. he literally walks up to Taylor as her mhm as her I get before distracted. The
0: fire
1: yeah so all perfect like the both arms um none of the damage yeah. uh i just want to draw attention to the fact this is the first time we've seen one of the kids do a different gender human morph, mm-hmm. my queer non-binary ass is like, yes, give mm-hmm. this to me. Yep. Why did it have to be that particular girl? But also <laughs> Tobias yes. having no qualms about morphing a woman
2: mm-hmm. makes
1: me very happy. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that it's specifically Taylor. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he doesn't hand ring about human morphs full stop. Right. Dear listeners, you know my feelings on the matter. Um, (laughs) I've yelled about it quite enough. But because he obviously, when he goes human, he's, yeah, it's him, but he's still morphing human. Mm -hmm. So I just appreciate this. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, him showing up in Morph gives it away to Taylor that he was able to acquire her while seemingly in Morph. Mm-hmm. And blessed to she's like, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. Um, his very brief victory, cause it does work. It clearly throws her off for a bit. Um, and he has to like quickly scramble, um, that, um, and he's like, has this moment of when he's trying, as she asks this question, uh, oh, well, is this new technology? Um And he's like trying to search the brain of Taylor the Morph for a savvy reply.
2: Um,
1: and he, as he searches, uh, all he can find really is gentleness, fear and joy. Very little cunning. Almost no hate. The human Taylor had once been an average kid. Like me. Like I'd been. The realization steeled me against the nervousness that gnawed at my stomach. You're not the only ones with scientists, I said guardedly, uh, which she accepts, and they go sit in the cafe. And then we have the Taylor twins <laughs> giving the Starbucks barista, because they say a cafe, it's a Borders, it's a Starbucks, okay? Uh-huh. We all know, unless it's different, but yeah it's not important regardless it's very funny mm-hmm. uh because taylor is like decaflada with skim milk uh and, and tobias gets a moment of reveling what it's like to be a hot girl because he smiles at the barista who like falls over his own feet almost mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like is this what rachel experience is this what rachel's like is this why she's so brave <laughs> um and it's just so cute and he's, he talks like kind of a bit i've been on the receiving end of this before but this is this is new. It's just like, <laughs> Tobias deserves a hot girl summer. <laughs> um, but he orders a triple espresso with cream and sugar. And Taylor's like, you fuck. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, and he's just like, you dare abuse my body, you filthy grass eater. The kids like grass. I can juice you some weed grass, but that's all we have. Just like kids are like, this is a star Excuse me, miss. We don't have weed. This is a stop. Star- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh tobias observes that there is this different vibe coming off mm-hmm. the both of them because although they look identical uh there is a life to him as taylor um whereas the actual taylor is this obviously this coldness that even if this kid this uh barista doesn't understand he is still picking up on mm mm-hmm. um but they sit with their drinks and taylor spills the details about what the
0: plan is yep there is a natural gas pipeline that runs a half mile from the yerk pool and she wants to dig a connecting tunnel from the pipeline to the pool so that the pipe can be ruptured and thousands of tons of natural gas will spew into the yerk pool complex uh, and the gas, when exploited, will kill everyone exposed—the hosts and the Yerks. <laughs> um. It was a disgusting plan. It was even more horrible than I expected. Uh. And he's like, "That's what you call a giant leap for democracy." <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. And Taylor's like, "Oh, it's a bargaining chip." Uh we have to take control of the place and oust Vister 3. We have to get some leverage. Without this plan, if the Yurks tried a more peaceful protest, uh then we just get fucking curbstomped. Um And <laughs> 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 uh Tobias is like uh,
2: sounds,
1: fake, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> sounds fake, but okay. Sounds fake, but okay. Um and he tries to flatter her a little bit um this plan is your brain child it's brutal and ruthless brilliant um and uh she's like you know me well and then suddenly her face transforms um all at once her blue eyes filled with desperation her pink lips parted in wordless horror a different voice a frightened abused little voice called Across the table in a toneless whisper. Don't listen, it said. Don't listen to her. I sat transfixed as Taylor's hand blazed across the tabletop, crashing into her latte, smashing the mug to the floor. There was a huge racket as some ceramic clattered across tile. Uh, everybody in the bookstore stops and stares at Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the barista's like, Are you okay? Taylor has just, like, uh, basically not quite fallen, but, like, collapsed out of her chair. She's crouched on the floor with her head in her arms and is just, like, kind of holding it there. Clearly, uh, the yerk is trying to regain control. Um, and then her head snaps back up and she's like, I'm fine, get me a refill. Like, the premature Karen she is. Um, and, uh, Tobias realizes that no longer do Taylor and the Yurk seem to share some control over the body. Um, when we saw them in 33, uh, Taylor was Taylor the human was allowed some independence, was sometimes allowed to speak. Um, but now Taylor the Yurk has complete control over the body
2: um and uh
0: has completely severed the collaboration but they've been partners for so long that uh Taylor the girl can still break in every once in a while um and Taylor just continues as if
2: nothing has happened uh impressive
1: poker face from Taylor lyrk
0: yep yeah. uh well, one the Yerks name? Uh, it's I can't some, remember if it came up. We learned that they're Subvis or something. Um, mm. But I don't think we get the actual Yerks name. Okay. They're treated so interchangeably mm. most of the time, especially in 33, where they, are, they do have that yeah. kind of weird collaboration going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
0: but Taylor asks if he has any questions. Uh, and he does. (laughs) First, (laughs) first question a natural gas explosion like that will definitely collapse the city above the Yerk pool. (laughs) And she's like, don't worry about it. We'll control the amount of gas. Like, okay. Sure, Jan. (laughs) Um, question two How do you plan to tunnel through the earth from the pipeline to the pool? And she's like, I don't. That's where you come in. And he's like, No, we tried digging to the Yurk Pool before, and it fucking sucked, and we made the tiniest fucking tunnel ever. That's not gonna work. And she's like, oh, but I do have a morph for you. Uh, surprise, it's taxons. (laughs) Uh, cut to
2: all of the kids meeting up in the mall, uh, to, uh, discuss this plan um
0: and we none of them (laughs) wants to morph Taxon everybody is very against morphing Taxon Marco explicitly says he'd rather morph E. coli the bacteria um I'd rather morph ant again which is saying something for Marco Mm mhm uh Jake says that's kind of what taxons are like, isn't it? Brainless driven and starved. Uh which is woof. Uh mm. sure
2: a lot. Um and everyone's just kind of like
0: you know, they they don't want to do this. Rachel's like, I can handle it. I'll be fine. Cassie's like, (laughs) who says we're even going to do this?
2: Um, But they have to give an answer by tonight.
1: Um, I think there is some really compelling and interesting stuff in this conversation Mm -hmm. that the kids have here.
2: Um, And... (sighs) we get something very revealing about the way the
1: kids think Mm -hmm. Um, because Marco is the one that's just like okay well if taxons are all controllers why doesn't she just um, ask a fellow controller to do it and uh, like she says Yerks are only ever partially in control of the taxon host it's impossible to master the taxon hunger the murderous tendencies the cannibalistic urges Um, and taxon hosts are only are given only to low-ranking jerks, which we know isn't true because one of the members of the council is a taxon. Mm-hmm. We we two are actually, um, but it's interesting that that's the impression that they have observed because the kids would have no reason to know that there are taxons on the Council of Thirteen, mm-hmm. obviously. Um. So, but because a lot of the time, as far as they're aware, um the taxon impulses are very strong, and so it tends to overwhelm the the yerk some. And Marco's on point out, okay, but I've seen them take orders. Um, they fly bug fighters. And I find it interesting seeing Marco's take on, it's very much the strategist, like, this seems sus. Mm-hmm. We see them use taxons all the time. Mm-hmm. And the counter is, but no one's going to trust a taxon to be part of a conspiracy. You can't count on a guy who'd sell out for a chunk of rotting meat and points out that most of her allies are human controllers. And uh, Axe chips in um, and how controlling a taxon morph for an Andalite is like facing the ultimate temptation. And the more you try to resist the temptation, the stronger it becomes. Uh, until by until it ends by carrying you so v- far beyond the realms of conscious, controllable thought, you become lost in the taxon's most basic instincts. And of course, Marco then goes, well, sign me up. Uh, the uh, army of cold, power-hungry yurks can't control the taxons. Not to worry, the short could have got a B-minus in Jim won't have any problems. <laughs> Rachel's just like, you got a B-minus in Jim. <laughs> he's just like, this is not the point um and tobias is stuck in this part of feeling as he describes it like taylor's press secretary like he's on her side as he has to explain well we only stay morphed for short periods and we'd morph one at a time surrounded by enough of us to um surrounded by enough force to control anyone um but jake's frowning marco's looking skeptical cassie's eyes are like dark Clearly she's mulling something over that uh, Tobias muses as like darkening with some serious issues. Um, and Axe just needs to eat. Axe wants to eat and they all need to think. Um, so they get food in. Everyone is just sat there silently waiting. as And Tobias is just looking around. and Just all these normal people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the really uh, upsetting detail. Uh, Marco comes back with nachos for him and Ak- for Tobias and Axe and Tobias can't really eat with other people around
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, because it's so different to what he's used to because someone mm-hmm. could sweep in and steal your dinner while you're eating or mm-hmm. sweep in and eat you. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake shows up with food for him, Cassie and Rachel. We get the uh, detail about how Cassie is only uh, doing veggie food now, mm-hmm. which I'm fairly certain she's had meat in the past, mm-hmm. which I like as a little detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the conversation resumes. Um, that Rachel's pointing out, well, it can only be a good thing to destroy the Yerk pool. This chance we've been waiting for could be the beginning of the end. Which again, in the context of them fighting an uphill battle and not making much sway, mm-hmm. makes sense as an attitude to have. And Axe is in agreement with Rachel. Um, Dunn rustling through his radio shack bag and just digging into the nachos um, and talk and mentions how this is strategically speaking an interesting opportunity even in spite of the risk. And Jake's like nodding encouragingly at Tobias, who's just like, we just have to remember she can't be trusted. Um, she, and he cuts himself off. The other's looking at me like they're being extra careful to be polite. Just like at the barn, they were waiting for me to finish. No interruptions, no snide remarks. Uh, the border meeting should have to them I was over the fear. I'd handled it fine. I wasn't the one who'd broken down. And just an aside, like, it's interesting to think how much he is accurately assessing the others, being careful with him, and how much of it is his hypervigilance making him paranoid and Mm -hmm. reading in Mm -hmm. to things. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know. Mm -hmm. And we can't know. Right. But that was just a a thought that occurred to me. Um, Yep,
0: But he's doing his best... Mm, go on. they could very well just be like listening to him because he has the best mm-hmm. information about taylor and therefore the best opinion of mm-hmm. her thought process
1: yeah um that he points out even if taylor doesn't have it in for them specifically what they're possibly going to do is going to make her more power hungry um and he's right to the like the democracy stuff is bs uh and marco's like yeah no free yurk society give me a break um let's just imagine the scenario because taylor's whole pitch is like the yurks going public and like effectively like working with humans
2: mm-hmm.
1: as well like, uh, something i don't think we um mentioned but um and jake's just like okay we all admit it Taylor can't be trusted. Mark and Device have seen her lose it. She's obviously got some problems. But I agree this could be one of the most uh, important missions we have. And this is when Cassie is like... Ha- the the thoughts have clearly been bubbling up inside her sort of break the surface.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to read this whole chapter because it's all very, very good. Mm. Yeet. Yeah.